What's up, guys? TrueDarm101.com. Let's keep this quick and focused. So, back in 2013, there was a driver by the name of Dominic Oliveira. And Dominic worked at Prime Transportation, a.k.a. New Prime. And uh, basically, when he worked there, he he decided he felt like he was being pushed to become an owner-operator after he completed his truck driver training. So once he did, he became an own operator. Once he became an own operator in the lease purchase program, he basically was unable to make money. So he left Prime Transportation's own operator program and became a company driver. When he became a company driver, he noticed that being a company driver's duties were no, not that much different than being an own operator. So then he felt like during the time that he was an own operator, that Prime actually owed him uh, employee wages. Now he adds up what employees make as being significantly less and below a living wage. So I've never gotten these numbers. Every time I add it up, it comes out to $17 an hour, but there's here nor there. I don't know what he added up, but anyway, so when he added it up, it came out to that. So bottom line is he got a lawyer and he sued prime. Uh, Prime then said, well, during the time you were uh, as a contractor, you signed an agreement that says you you would go to arbitration. Okay, now they now the the he had to go to court. Basically, they're fighting right now to decide whether this is arbitration, whether they're going to be forced to be in arbitration or whether they're going to be able to go to litigation in litigation. Dominic has the upper hand because other drivers can join in. So just to put this in perspective, because the other part of this is that they are deciding basically whether he was an employee during his lease purchase contract legally or whether he was legally and um, excuse me, whether he was an independent contractor or whether he was an actually a um, employee. And what do I mean by that? Well, Technically, if you're an independent contractor, you should you can independent contractor can make anything. It doesn't matter. They're an independent contractor. They have full control. They're over everything. But we know when it comes to lease purchase contracts, you don't have full control. And that's one of the things that you always have to remember. A lot of a lot of it's up to dispatchers. A lot of it's up to, you know, other people who have control over your truck you know as um d Raj likes to say glorified company driver <laughs> right but now technically if you are an independent contractor they shouldn't be dictating when you take time off they shouldn't be dictating where the truck goes they should not be able to dictate what you do in any shape fashion or form that's technically what an independent contractor is however we all know lease purchase programs violate that all the time now if they get declared that that means they do owe back wages as he's you know they owe him a lot of money basically and they're going to end up having to pay him okay now if they lose this case the ata of course for those who don't know the ata is the uh the ata is the um american trucker association and what they basically are mega carriers the ata is against this they don't want this lawsuit to go through because the way they feel is very simple that if it goes through they would get bombarded 
with lawsuits. And the whole point of arbitration is to prevent an onslaught of lawsuits. However, the arbitration system is horrible. And basically, a lot of companies are able to take advantage of it because bottom line is you don't have an arbiter in your back pocket, right? (laughs) So they're going to introduce you to somebody. They're going to say this person is fair and impartial. And the only real idea that they're fair and partial or, you know, that they're on your side or impartial period is really their word because, you know, you, you signed an agreement to arbitration and therefore, you know, it's going to put you in a position where they go every week to settle arbitration arguments and you're going today. You understand what I'm saying? So even if it is a fair and impartial person, they may be deciding 30 cases with Bob who represents prime and that one case with you, right? Is it a chance that he's going to be more on prime side? Obviously, right? Right. Okay. So that's what's up. It's the definition of employment, employment, whether an independent contractor is actually, uh, is your clip being classified, right? Because understand this means if this case goes through and Dominic wins, it means that every prime driver who felt screwed by prime will be able to come back and sue prime. Yes. So, and they can all participate in a clash action lawsuit. The whole point of, um, and that's one of the other points of having an arbiter is to avoid class action lawsuits, right? Because it does tap the courts pretty heavily. You got to understand you're talking thousands of cases potentially, and we're just talking prime. If this goes down, lots of groups in the ATA would also get hit with massive lawsuits, right? So we got to see what happens next. I've talked about the story before, but it's getting uh, it's now being heard by the Supreme Court for sure. And basically, it could mean a huge increase in wages to basically a prime would do something to alleviate the pressure <laughs> of uh, possibly getting sued by other worker, other drivers. I don't really think it's going to happen. Prime's already pretty high in their pay. And so is a lot of companies right now. Um, I do think what it will, I think to me, and this is just my personal opinion, I think what it will do is make them sit down and realize either we have an independent contractor program or we don't. Yeah, either we have one or we don't. Either we're going to, you know, use these lease trucks and bail ourselves out a million times and, you know, one through contracts. I mean, what is a prime truck? Seven, eight hundred dollars a week, right? Plus all the gotchas. Uh, I've heard some prime drivers say they're paying a thousand dollars a week. That's pretty damn steep for a truck, <laughs> right? Um, but all that said, I think what you're going to end up doing is seeing Prime say, if they keep the program, that they're going to allow those drivers to be full, real, independent contractors, putting the pressure on them to succeed and pulling themselves out of it. So hopefully in the future, they can avoid cases like this. Now, Hopefully I explained that right. I'm going to go over it one more time because it's the only story I'm going to do. Um, One, you have a guy who is suing Prime because he couldn't make money in the lease purchase contract. He felt during that time he was an employee, paid less than a living wage. I've added up (laughs) what truckers make and I've never gotten that living wage part. But this is what his lawsuit 
says, and a lot of people feel that because of this lawsuit, we may see a huge increase in driver pay. I don't think increasing driver pay is going to make a difference. There are companies out there that pay a dollar a mile in car hauling and it hasn't made a difference. I think it's a matter of choices. There are just too many choices and too many opportunities in a world full of technology for any one job to be the end all be all. It just doesn't exist anymore. Most people have something they uh, they do besides whatever their main job is. And there's no problem making that the full-time job if the hustle is paying, you know. But all that said and done, what do you think? Do you think one, you make a living wage? <laughs> Let's have that discussion. I know people get angry. But it is. It's an interesting question. When I add up um what I make uh per hour, I basically add that up per hour when I'm working. Um, I know a lot of you guys go with your sleep. I've never understood the concept of getting paid with, when you're sleeping. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't add it up that way. I add up, you know, se- basically take 70 hours times 17 if you want to, but I don't even work 70 hours. So, so it doesn't really apply to me. I mean, I work at like a 45. So, you know, but maybe it applies to you. Add up what you make without what you sleep now if you want to add in what you sleep separate the numbers okay but tell me what you think do you think that um first of all are lease contra are lease drivers truly independent contractors or are they employees and should they be treated as such as employees and get the protections and all their insurances and their um, um taxes and everything paid the same way an employee does right or yeah, they, is all this wrong? And the guy should just go to arbitration, get told no <laughs> by the judge who's going to, you know, may have a, a a more connected relationship with Prime, and basically walk away with nothing. You know, which which one do you think should happen? What do you think about that case? So that being said and done, I got one little rant in me, and it won't be long and it won't be devastating, but it is a point. Night shift is costing truck drivers, trucking companies and truck drivers money. I know for a fact my company pays fines when we have um, when we're not on time to deliver loads. And the company, the reason this happens is because we're a supply company. For those who don't know what that means, basically, there's a, a factory. They produce doors, for instance. All right. No, here we go. I used to pick up glass. Okay. By Auburn Hills and take it over to. um uh, it's placed just in Pennsylvania to uh, put glass in the windshields of uh, GM cars. And when I did that, if we were late, that was, I think, a thousand, no, twenty thousand dollars an hour fine on the company. Twenty thousand dollar an hour fine on the company until I arrived. If the plant ran out, it was a twenty thousand dollar fine. Okay. Same thing with food companies. They often have the same types of rules. Um, Maybe not the same amounts, but the same types of rules. So the bottom line is you got to keep it moving. So if I call night shift and I say I'm available for a load and you worry about, oh, well, you know, let dispatch, let day dispatch deal with it. And you know that you don't have all your loads covered. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) This is such a problem with night dispatch it has been a big problem when i first started the industry night dispatch used to be great they used to do their fucking job but now it's like it's a joke position and i don't understand why like it's not like you're saving money 
You're not. You're costing yourself money. I guarantee you every night, every night at every company, there's a night dispatcher dropping the fucking ball and not saving a load, not getting things split out like they're supposed to. And shit is bombing. And it's like the people on night shift used to at least try. Used to be somebody who wanted to be a day shift dispatcher. Now these motherfuckers can barely read. <laughs> That's why I always get my numbers wrong. How do you send a number? The numbers literally, they're right there in front of you. <laughs> you send them to me wrong? You tell me the wrong pickup numbers? I'm not even going into that story. I don't feel like it. But look, companies, night shift is worth the investment. Night shift is worth it. Have employees who know what the fuck they're doing. I'm sick of this whole idea that everything falls on the driver and I can just get this shit partner, right? Especially at night, which is basically a retarded death person who talks on the phone and it uses a computer. It's like, it's just, what the, ugh. and then the funny part is they'll get upset at you that you won't just say, Take the because you know what the, the patent answer is always the same, right? We're called to call dispatch in the morning. Call dispatch, call your morning dispatch in the morning. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? What is your job? I want your job because you do shit. You do shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> I know tomorrow I'm here. Kill, we didn't have this low cover. We didn't have this low cover. We didn't have this low cover. I mean, man, what the fuck was going on, kid? It's time to come off vacation. I mean, what are you doing? And I'm going to be like, I talked to the dispatcher. Tell him, no, you, you should have known they were wrong. You should have just, oh, I've been told this one too. Just show up and pick up a load anyway. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> just You know, dispatch, you know night dispatch is, is the worst shit. Just show up and pick up a load anyway. I have no pickup. Just, just tell them you're there to get one. I'm just going to walk up with no pickup number and tell them, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit doesn't work. And they ask for pickup numbers. <laughs> but that's how desperate day dispatch is to not have a shit ton of problems when they come into work. Oh, night shift. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I really, really don't. Like, just how about this? You make it at night where the truck driver is the dispatcher, right? From, from 12 midnight to 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm dispatch and you just let me make the decisions, right? And then I can't pick up my own fucking loads and do repairs and shit, right? Makes sense. <laughs> Instead of this whole, you know, here's Bob. Bob, you've got 7,000 trucks. And hey, Bob, what? Take your thumb out of your mouth and, and if you can look at that screen, squint real hard when you look at it because we know you can't see or remember shit, right? Because <laughs> you're night shift, <laughs> right? Yeah, we want you to dispatch those trucks, all right, buddy? <laughs> ah, anyway, guys, I'm going to bed. That's a short one this week. I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, sorry, I didn't get around to doing those little short questions. I just didn't have the time. I was on vacation. I was too busy going to art museums and shoving food in my face. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was talking to somebody the other day. And uh, I was, we were just talking and I, I was listening to this guy tell me about the greatness of uh, his, you know, back in the day trucking, back in the day. Yeah, it's bullshit. 
<laughs> talking about it literally in his story he starts talking about how he used to have to wait an hour and a half in line to make a fucking phone call dude you, you lost me at that point okay i'm not waiting an hour and a half i'm reaching to my phone my pocket and get my iphone my not my iphone but my fucking android phone and make a call to anywhere in the world you know fuck back in the day trucking <laughs> you can keep that shit okay i don't even want to go back to when i started in trucking right <laughs> that shit sucked too right so anyway guys truck driver 101.com big can